Hey, everybody, this is Chris Fury from Blurred's Eye View. Thank you for tuning in. If you have not already, you need to check us out on YouTube. Hit that notification bell and subscribe because we know you're watching. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. Tonight, we have with us a special guest. We have animation and art director, character designer, and illustrator, Laren Dejanet. He's going to be talking about his new venture with his new venture with Gumboyo Animation, talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Also, we have a giveaway thanks to our partners at Map360. And so I want you all to tune in for that. But until that time, I want everybody to sit back, relax, have some fun, tune in, and here we go. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace with Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no justice league. What's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, there ain't no stopping. This. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Hey, everybody. 
<laughs> everybody i'm your host chris fury thank you for tuning in this is my man dc what's going on dc the beanie with beanie <laughs> your sound your sound you knocked the mic out didn't you give me a second yep <laughs> you see he's focused <laughs> he's too focused <laughs> yeah flip it around take it down and flip it around take it back you got it. Wait. There you go. I'm here. Yeah, you're in it. You're there. Okay. So for those who don't know, this is uh this is the beanie, man. So to have one of these is black greatness. I don't know if y'all seen a lot of these pictures, but you gotta have you can't buy this. Like you gotta be gifted to you. So this From is gifted ancestors. to me in a Yeah. So I'm now a black man maroon beanie club. And it feels great. I've been wearing this crown for like the last two days and it's been so like there's no more hoodie DC. This is beanie DC. Like this is, this is a whole new. Like you said, like I said, he's been he's been chammed uh the meanie with the beanie. He's yeah, this man. is a whole new uh it's a whole new life form now. So if y'all thought I was about an asshole before, I've been gifted this um bestowed this great honor. Now you can't tell him nothing. <laughs> the hoodies are still here, but uh it's beanie time. So, uh, man, what's been going on, man? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. I don't know. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling. Uh, Working. Uh, yeah. Um, Super Bowl. <sighs> commercials. Cincinnati, y'all almost had it. Y'all almost had it. Got to be quicker, that my boy. Got to be quicker. Yeah. You got to. You can't. You know what? They, this is all out here in Cincinnati right now. Let's listen, guys. Let's listen to Live to Cincinnati. I think Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow had something he wanted to say. Help me. Help me. Nigga. Help me. Uh, there were some yeah. Brown fans who was rooting from Cincinnati. Enough from the clown. Ah, uh, damn. It was, it was that. You, 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 you got too comfortable the last two minutes. You got too damn comfortable. Uh, halftime show was okay. It was it was good. It was something for hip hop. But I cannot see. I'm legally blind. What? Yeah. That was up there with Prince, man. That was like Are lifetime. you sure? Hell yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's that not up a... there with Prince unless it actually rains. While well, you're no, okay, Prince. They had a actually had a football game during the Prince concert. Let's say yeah, that first. That, that, yeah, um, let's get, that's a little. That's a, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> yeah, Prince had a whole fucking that, concert. Yes, it was. It was. It was. Great Last night was good for Black Excellence. It was a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of a lot of stuff I'm going married. on in that whole performance. You had Mary J. Blige, Snoop and Dre. Snoop had just got Death Row Records back. Uh, you got Dre. I mean, it was like, plus you got to think about, you know, Mary, what she going through. And that performance was like cathartic for now, her. Will, it was, you could hear that. Like she was, she was yelling I, I, I at that give, nigga. Uh, yeah. When you hear Mary, Mary, this is why we like Mary J. Bob. Like her music. And she was dancing. Her music is literally coming from her soul. She, that pain, that's that. Woof. You felt like that. She was singing that like an old Negro spiritual. She was. Yeah. She's she wasn't here to play. But yeah, I'll give it to them. You know, uh Eminem uh, kneeled for whatever yeah. reason. 
you know, whatever. And they told him is, not to, and he said, fuck y'all. That's why he kneeled. I was like, it's Eminem. He's going to do exactly the opposite of what you tell him not to do. They told Dre, you can't talk about cops. That nigga talked about all the cops. Like, it was... They told Snoop he couldn't wear the blue do rag. He wore a whole blue do rag. Oh, he blew a whole suit, and he smoked before. I seen somebody yeah, was like, "Oh my God, Snoop smoked before the Super Bowl. I can't believe this. I'll never follow him again." And I was a fan, nigga. You was right. never a fan if you didn't know yeah, Snoop Dogg was know smoking. That. Like, that's like a report yeah. saying water was wet. We know Snoop was smoking weed, right? They're like that's completely out off the off the grid. Ain't no mystery. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it was a really it was a good performance. Uh, for the record, for those who's talking about 50 and how he looked hanging upside down and how much weight he gained, number one, none of his us wallet looked the first, same. First of all, here's what I'm going to say to that. So. I'm first, this is what I'm going to say to that, Chris. Fuck all that. His money was weighing him down. Y'all can say what y'all want about 50, but 50 out here making money. He there might be $1.25 now, but that nigga is worth a quarter of a billion of them things. So I don't give a fuck <laughs> what nobody say. I'm broken. I'm still look fat faced upside down. So fuck it. <laughs> I mean, y'all talking shit. Like it's the people who talking shit who ain't got no money in their pockets. Like you be like, oh, exactly. that nigga was fat. That nigga <laughs> got about a quarter billion dollars right now on three shows that all y'all niggas is watching. So shut the fuck up. Right, and y'all and y'all sitting down putting on just as much weight watching the show. So don't eat ho hoes and bonbons. The most got a face full like a motherfucking chipmunk. The most oh Snoop getting uh, fifty getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> As I stuff my face with these cheeseburgers I don't need. <laughs> right. I hate that. Like, motherfuckers, like, chill out, man. The people <laughs> the, the who that ain't got shit about. always got to talk about shit. Right. Uh, we got a special guest with us tonight. Uh, our guest yeah, is Laren. Yeah, yes, we do. Uh, if you are a collector of Garbage Pail Kids, if you've watched The Proud Family, if you are getting ready to watch The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, if you've watched Disney's XD's Avengers Assemble, if you have collected any kind of Marvel trading cards, this man has been behind it all. One Saturday morning, a little bit of everything. This man has been in our childhood for quite a while. Uh, and I can't help but bring this brother on. It's Larry DeJanette. Let's give him a round of applause. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Number one, we want to thank you for coming on because there is so. Much I want to thank work. you for my childhood, man. For real. A lot. <laughs> one Saturday morning was my funk. Like I used to live for Saturday just to see that countdown with all the cartoon characters. Shit, that was the time. The garbage Pail Kids. Look, oh, man. I love the Garbage Pail Kids, man. That was my shit. All those I had cards, all. All, the, all those cards we were collecting. I, 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 I wish I still had some, you. man. Well, it was I, funny I, because I'm part of the new generation of. Garbage Pail Kids artists and uh, so uh, it's yeah. I I can't Did we imagine like, it yeah <laughs> I've seen oh, some yeah, of the yeah. work oh thanks thanks guys uh, yeah, seen yeah some of the uh, work. Uh, you actually did a post earlier for yeah, the yeah. Proud Family Louder and Prouder and you have Lizzo and you've done uh, Jaden Smith and oh god it was quite a few people he did for the show for the well, upcoming show yeah Dis- Disney uh, released uh, some of the special guests that are going to be on the new series on Disney Plus. And I had a chance to design Lizzo uh, and worked on a few other characters, but they're like they're like a, a crew of character designers that worked on various ones, but it just so happened that, you know, the Lizzo one was the one I worked on. And some of the other ones that were part of that whole guest, uh, special guest showing, we had like mm-hmm. other, other, other artists that worked on those, uh, a guy named Philip White, 
And uh, I think, I think, uh, I want to say Dave, Dave Perez worked on some of the ones that they showed as well. So uh, we had a good, good, you know, good batch of artists and great character designers. And uh, man, I would say it's kind of like a dream team on that show because there was so <laughs> much, there was so much talent on that thing. And um, I'm the type of artist, like, you know, there are artists who I've met throughout my working in the industry. They feel intimidated when they work, when they're working with like very, super talented artist but for me it's kind of like an iron sharpening iron type of thing it's like mm -hmm. i get more energized more hype um if someone's bringing their a game it forces me to bring my a game and you know i guess the bottom line is to to make a great product and uh this show looks great i mean that that's one of the things and i'm not saying because i worked on it but it's man if I they mean, ever which i hope Man, this it's there's so many great designs, pre-designs. I mean, it's just a beautiful looking show. That's all I can say. <laughs> I I will say that I am thoroughly impressed with, from what we've seen, and I could not freaking wait. Uh, let's talk about Gamboyo Animation. Okay, yeah. You have some titles that's coming up and I'm gonna while you're talking about it I'm gonna pull the pictures up but talk to the to the people out there about Gumboyo M animation. Okay. Well uh it's you know it's it's actually pronounced Gumboyo. So think of like Gumboyo Gumboyo. 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 Well it's it's one of those things where you know I I've, I've worked in this industry for, for a while and I've always had like my own personal projects that I wanted to do, wanted to, you know, flesh out. But you know, I kept putting them on the shelf because I'm working, you know, the big studio jobs and those jobs take a lot of time and energy to do. So um, I started focusing more on my own personal IPs and creating uh, uh, family entertainment, adult entertainment from, from preschool age to teens to adults. And um, I have uh, three properties that I'm working on through my animation IP company called Gumble Yo. And uh, man, it's it's one of those things, again, I'm, I'm excited about it. And I think now it's a great time for artists to do their own thing because there's so many avenues, you know. Um, I started working in animation when it was, you know, you had to have an actual camera and you drew on paper. And in order for you to draw on paper, you know, you had to like get film developed. So now it's like these properties here, oh, you're, you're putting them all up. Oh yeah, I could talk to you yeah. about uh, the ones that you play. Like this one that you have a Daryl Harrell, that's a, a preschool show. That I'm working on, and the name is Daryl Harrell Problem Solver. Uh, the lead character is a little little black kid that's in the center there, and the whole concept of the show is if if you think about it, it's, it it helps teach uh, preschoolers how to solve problems, and it's and the whole problem solving thing is involves uh, it could be brain teasers, it could be working with with others, where others have to come together to you know solve a solution. It could be uh, someone's dog got lost. But the viewer sees clues of where the dog might be. So the viewer is helping kind of like traveling along the kids to find where a lost dog is. And then even with problem solving, like we were, uh, it deals with like uh, engineering, you know? And so I, I envision like on even some segments, we might actually animate or bring in actual engineers to talk about what they do and incorporate like the way that scientists and things problem solve things but do it in a, you know, in, in an animated way, a preschool way, so like younger kids can grasp and understand it. 
Um, this is that's what I love about that's what grabbed my attention is the fact that number one is representation, which we yeah. need a lot more of in in mainstream Definitely. media. And to see something like that, and then to see this is another one that caught my attention was my folks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one there. You know what? Um, I'll put it to you this way: it's kind of it's you know it's the basic uh, adult sitcom, animated sitcom like Simpsons, Family Guy. It focuses focuses on like a uh, mid middle class middle class family uh, that goes through pretty much. I would say that this is pretty much based on my upbringing. You know. Uh, a lot of a lot of the characters represent me as a kid, me as a teenager, me as an adult, uh, friends and uh, friends and family that I grew up with. There's a lot of archetypes that are part of this uh, dynamic. Um, and the whole thing again, it's it's to, to really sum it up, it's still similar to like Family Guy, Simpsons, the basic family sitcom, primetime type of show except this one is involving a black family and it's dealing with certain issues that black families might go through certain things social political uh family you know friends yeah. so there, there's a lot of hodgepodge within that one too and, and, and i'm excited about that one because i think out of all of them, i could bring more of my own personality and like family and friends type of uh elements to that one so that's that's, that's this, developing. This was this was another one because this oh. put me in the mindset of, and, and DC, you're gonna love this. This put me in the mindset of Gumball. Uh oh, this one here now. Now that's what I want to see. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> Pastor Pat Exorcist. I'm like, I want to see this. This one can't get those out. Oh man, Pastor Pat Exorcist. I tell you, this is this will probably be the first one that will get done and will be out first um the whole thing about this one it's like i mean some people might call it oh it's the monster of the week type of animation but it it really is it's like here's the guy main character who's a, a pastor but he's also an exorcist and each episode is him dealing with the supernatural okay how, how am i going to deal with this supernatural element i'm going to deal with that supernatural element you know and it's uh, uh it's it's also horror comedy uh, supernatural type of thing, but but comedy done not in a not in a slapstick you know uh, uh, slapstick mm -hmm. horny way, but you know more 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 strategic comedy. And if I can compare it to anything, even though it's not like that, I would say like similar to how like Shaun of the Dead was. It was uh, it, it dealt with the horror, but they had the little the, the comedic element part of the of the movie. That's what yeah. I'm thinking about with this one. And and um, like I said, out of all of them, this one will probably be the one that I will like will might come out first. And uh, you know, I plan on doing actually plan on doing crowdfunding for that one as well, uh, just because of, of the of the nature of the show. Uh, it seems like like it's like a well, all of them are kind of like standalone episodes, but that one right there seems like it can be the 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 simplest and easiest one because it's, he's only one character with a cast right. of new characters i mean he has like his uh secondary characters that are involved but for the most part he's the star whereas mm -hmm. the other shows they have many characters multiple things that are going on and you know how animation takes uh developing planning and animating takes a long time so i figured you know for me because i'm doing it myself you know with help with people um I'm thinking out of out of all of that, that particular one, Pastor Pat, will be the easiest one to do, um, you know, raising funding and getting off the ground. 
So how did the idea for that one come about anyway? Well, two things. Uh, I, uh, uh, I used to, I, I mean, I kind of watch it, but not as much. But I used to be really into horror films as when I was younger. And, uh, and and the type of horror, not not the slasher movies, but like more of the, uh, like I like the old Vincent Price movies. Uh, okay, and, uh, like a thriller type of thriller. Yeah, thriller, Vincent Price and Peter Cushing, uh, uh, Christopher Lee. And then I also like some of the, like a lot of the, some of the horror movies of the 70s, like they like they had like the camp, some campy ones, a whole bunch of campy ones in the 80s. But then they had yeah. those ones that they, they treated them like they were like, real movies, like drop dramatic type films. Those are the ones that I kind of gravitated towards. And then the, on the opposite end, uh, you know, I, I got into church, you know, I, I attended church and I, you know, learned about all the things in church. So it's kind of like the combination of both spectrums to, to add into it. So, so I, I think I can add more personality to the pastor Pat from the church angle. I, I would tell you just from the title card alone, just the way it just looks like, I'm looking at antics, like crazy antics to go to. Oh, yeah. I can, yeah. I can just... This one here, I mean, that one had the most response. And it was one of those things. I just shared it online to a group of, uh, within an animation, black animators group, just to kind of, you know, we kind of encourage each other. And I was saying, hey, you know, even though I'm working at the studio, I'm, I'm trying to work on my own stuff, too. And I posted it. And I didn't know, but people started sharing it outside of the group. So I was getting, like, messages from people say, hey, I saw your post in in this particular group, I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't post it in there. And then I just did like a search and I started seeing that people were sharing it out of the one group and it just started going from various groups. And I read some of the comments and Pastor Pat was the one that a lot of people really gravitated towards. It's like, um, and I can't wait to see that one. So that those comments actually encouraged me and got me pumped to like say, you know what, I have to uh, you know, put the pedal to the metal and get it going because like i said those ideas have been like my ideas for many years you know but when you're working <laughs> a job that takes a lot of time it's you know it's hard to to, to do that other thing as well so i'm excited about it. that stuff so you've been in just about every iteration of our childhood coming up like this, this is just some of the work that you've done and you it's it's never yeah. ending. Here's some of the trading cards that you've done. Yeah, uh, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's it's amazing. Like what Pike drew you Prince. in? Prince. <laughs> what drew you into? Just I mean, you've done illustration work. You've done character designs. Uh, it's amazing when I found out, and I'm like, he worked on Avengers Assembled which was one of my favorite Marvel cartoons, you know, next uh, to X-Men, of course. And just seeing now, I'm, I was literally just watching it before I even knew, you know, that I was going to have you on. I'm like, yo, I'm actually watching that again. And I didn't know that, you know? So what is it like? What what made you, what, what got you started? What was it like uh, getting that phone call saying, hey, we want you to work on this project? Oh, man. Well, I, I, you know, my story is different from other artists, so I, I'm telling my side. But for me, I, I, I really have to thank my parents, man. My parents at a young age, they like I they they like according to my parents and they even saved drawings. I was drawing when like I was a little kid, like three, four five years old, like real young. Mm. And my parents really 
like cultivated that. Like they made sure uh, just to make a long story short, you know, growing up, my friends had video games. They had like certain things that many kids have, but my parents would be like, you know, if they couldn't afford it. They were like, no, you're not getting a video game. You're not getting this. You're not getting that if they couldn't afford it. But if anything I wanted that was related to art or if there was an art book and I, you know, I grew up, I was in the comics. If there was like a comic book that I really, really wanted and was influenced by my parents, like made a way, even if they couldn't afford it, you know, it's like, Hey, we're going to save up for that or, or, you know, maybe blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, they always made a way for me to have that artistic, whatever encouragement, artistic supplies or uh, uh, inspiration to, to kind of go uh, uh, cultivate it. And then they enrolled me in our art school. Like I, I took classes like when I was a youth, youth classes, sort of mm-hmm. elementary classes. Then when I was in high school, I couldn't take as many classes because of, you know, the whole thing of high school, but I took some classes over the weekend. And then that segue into me going to uh, art college um, and, and going to art school, art college, you know, like you see, my, I have my Drew Struz and Star Wars posters behind me. Yeah. Um, I originally wanted to do that. Like my my goal, even though I was in the comics and, and I loved comics, like I was a big comic book fan. Spider-Man was like my favorite character, then Fantastic Four, then X-Men. But, uh, but when I started going to art school, uh, my at that time, I just thought that, wow, it will be cool to do movie posters or fantasy art. You know, I was in the Boris and Fazetta and... Um, you know, uh, I when I was in school, that was when the whole medium was changing. You know, um, when I first started art college, it was all traditional mediums. It's like if you wanted to do that, you had to draw it by hand and paint it with, you know, traditional mediums. But by the time I got to the point when I was graduating, that that whole process was fading out. It was about, oh, no, it's all you don't have to do that. It's all digital balance. It's all <laughs> you, you use that. And so I was sort of at a dilemma. Uh, and, and also on the sidebar, I, I was also doing uh, 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 stop motion animation. I, that was another thing that I loved. I was like, I love stop motion and I love like makeup effects. Um, but I really found myself doing good stop motion animation. And that had the same thing. You know, I was, I was influenced by like uh, Ray Harryhausen, Phil Tippett. And those guys who did all those those cool things, but in the seven seas, yeah. <laughs> by the time I was about to graduate, you know, it's like, oh no, they don't do that anymore. It's like, you know, CGI <laughs> does that stuff. So <laughs> the thing that I that I said, okay, well, illustration was still going on, so I was still able to get a few illustration jobs. But the only other thing that I thought of thought of that I can possibly do was animation, 2D animation. So mm-hmm. I um, uh, we didn't have at the time I, my college didn't have any 2D animation like study programs or, or degrees. So what I did was uh, um, actually one, a, a friend of mine in college, uh, uh, she saw that I was really into animation. And like over Christmas break, uh, someone bought her the, the Disney's Illusion of Life book for Christmas. And she just saw how passionate I was about animation because, you know, I, I, I didn't have money to buy. That book was very expensive, plus going to school, plus buying art supplies. I didn't have money to really purchase, you know, books outside of college. Um, but this uh, one of my friends was like, hey, you know what? You can use this 
and just give it back to me whenever, you know. And what that book became, that was my art, <laughs> that was my animation college study. You know, it's like I use that book to to study from, to kind of gauge from, to, to get more understanding of 2D animation. And then mm -hmm. from there, uh, just not knowing, but, you know, I just, I, there's one phrase that I say, it's like being lucky, I mean, lucky is being prepared when opportunity knocks. And it just so happened at the time I was studying out that book and doing my sketches, a recruiter for Disney came to my college <laughs> and they were kind of trying to see uh, at the time, and they still kind of, they still do it, but Disney will partner with uh, colleges and they will like, you know, either implement programs or partner with the college so that when the students graduate, they can segue over into like the Disney internship. And then through the Disney, through the Disney internship, they can, you know, if they do well, then they, here he is, it's like from, from college to the internship to actual employee of Disney. So at this time, a Disney uh, representative came to my college and they just was in one room and wanted everyone to put up all their stuff. And just, <laughs> just to kind of see a gauge what the students can do. And uh, again, the, the school didn't really focus on animation at the time, 2D animation at the time. And so my stuff and a few other students stuff who were really into this stuff, into the 2D animation, like stood out like a sore thumb. And the recruiter goes to my stuff and goes, who does, who did this? <laughs> and I say, oh, I did it. And he goes, well, how come some guys are doing this type of stuff, but then other people are not doing it? He said, what classes did you take? I said, well, you know, I didn't really take any classes. I just got the Illusion of Life book and I'm studying from that. And so a little bit of time passed. And later on, Disney had like some internships that they were opening up and they didn't necessarily at the time partner with the college but what they did do they is, is they grabbed some students from there and i was one one of the students that they grabbed to be part of like this internship where they train you and they give you the whole thing about uh you know this, the whole study about how they do animation things like that so that was my that was my first uh first iteration into like the whole disney style of animating and then from that internship um, I didn't I did start working at Disney right away, but I took that knowledge and I started like, uh, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, so all this stuff was happening within Detroit. Um, I started working on car commercials because, you know, uh, Motor City and they, yeah. there's, they had like this real industrial commercial uh, industry there where they did a lot of like car commercials and some of those car commercials involved animation. So that was like the work that I was able to get. And from there, you know, um, I actually started teaching at the college I went to. And from teaching there, uh, a lot of students ended up like getting into animation. <laughs> and so they were kind of like my contacts to the animation field where I was actually freelancing from Detroit, Michigan on animation projects. But, you know, after a certain time, you know, my, my, my buddies, my students who became my buddies were like, hey, Larry, man, you need to move out to, to California. If you come out here, you're killing. And, and uh, eventually I did. You know, when I moved out, moved out to L.A., I, um, my first animation job out here was working at uh, Klasky Chubo Commercials. And Klasky Chubo is a company that does Rugrats. Uh, as told, I think this other show is told by Ginger. And yeah, something. Yeah. 
I forgot the other popular shows. Oh, uh, uh, Wild, it was uh, the Wild Thornbirds. Yes. Yeah. We did those. And um, the great thing about that was that they were just starting up their commercial division. And my animation reel was pretty much all commercials. Yeah. So that was a good fit, you know, and I got hired there. And how it works in the animation industry out here, from my experience, is that if you get in, if you work well, you do good work and you make connections, you kind of just go from one job to another. I, I kind of tell people it's like how actors are. You know, they work on a movie for this studio. Then, you know, once they're done with that movie, then another studio, if you do well on this film, you know, another studio might say, hey, I saw you in that movie. Are you you want to read this script for over here? And that's how it is in animation. It's kind of like once you, you know, know people and they know how you work. And obviously animation is a team effort. So, you know, everyone wants good team members and good team players. So that's how I got into this whole animation out here. Um, but like I said earlier, I'm excited about, you know, working on my own stuff because now it's possible, you know, back in the day, it would have been impossible for a person to like really do things by themselves or with a small crew. But now, you know, you have your own, you have your animation studio in your house, <laughs> you have your computer programs, you have your software, you know, you only need. The only thing you need is, is good imagination, talent, and possibly a few friends to help with that same imagination and talent. And, you know, you can get stuff done, you know. Right. Um, so so I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, and thanks again. You know, I'm, this is oh, we, we appreciate it. Uh, I want to show your uh, Marvel animated directors real, real oh, quick, and then awesome. we'll talk more about what you have going. These are some really dope images. <laughs> uh, you have contributed to so much in our childhood, man. It's like, let me just just read just some of the things you've done. You worked with Upper Deck with a lot of their Marvel, uh, the Avengers 2012 film. You've done Iron Man 3 trading cards, Thor The Dark World. Uh, you worked with uh, Cryptozoic Entertainment under their DC for New 52 cards, the Batman the Legend, Superman the Legend. Uh, you've done the Garbage Pail Kids, which we spoke about earlier with Tops, uh, with Tops Comics or with Tops with the Tops Company. 
you've also done the opening title sequence for the punisher the 2004 film you've done monster high webisodes you know you've done uh, uh adventures of symbol as i mentioned earlier you've done the marvel venom files which is partially what we've seen here uh you've done uh story you was on storage wars you know and lunatics lunatics unleashed is another <laughs> one <laughs> yeah that's my favorite <laughs> That's a blast from the past. Yeah. Where Lunatics Unleashed. And, and I'm like, wow. That didn't get a good run. Like, I don't think it they did. got enough love like it should have. No, well, think, it was, you know. You, and I think it's because of the concept. Everybody's so used to seeing bugs like this regular. Those and then you got superheroes. It was, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it was, it's hard to, like, it, change something that icon. Even, even Space yeah. Jam 2 got flack for some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we we madly appreciate. People. Yeah, they do. You just gotta learn the role with it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick little commercial break. Uh, when we return, we're gonna talk about some of the geek news that's been dropping this week, and uh, we'll t- talk more with Laurent Laren Dijonet. Yeah. <laughs> do you like your pancakes patted? Your biscuits buttered? Your cakes fluffy? Then you should get Mother Butters. I put that on everything. Pasta veggies rice and everything nice mother butters will get you right oh yeah gmo free and for those who are vegan mother butters has a non-dairy option that's right there's enough mother butters for everyone to enjoy get mother butters from your local grocery store hey man what you doing in my kitchen Remember, you can get Mother Butters at your local grocery store if it's on the shelves, thanks to supply and demand. Uh, so much has been going on I in the news. shelves right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if Yo, you know, the, uh, what's that gold one? The gold and blue one is like 89 cents? That butters? Is just oh, say what, margin? Blue bottle, is it? Oh, no, that one. Nah, it's it. Yeah, you can. I was going to say blue gold. bottle. Nah. <laughs> They took the it just say margarine on it. It's gold and blue. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go get some. I was like, oh, man, I need some butter at the house. Man, all they have is like $3 butter. I was like, you know what? I won't. <laughs> they make it hard. butter on the popcorn tonight. They make it hard. You know how hard so, it is to eat popcorn without butter? That's extremely hard. Mix it, it like with peanut m and my- <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. salty litter. <laughs> it's salty litter. <laughs> You better hope oh, that's salt. Uh, <laughs> I hope. Anyway. Uh, so Netflix announced that the Netflix announced that the Defender series, which is Luke Cage, Daredevil, Punisher, uh, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist, have are all leaving the Netflix uh, streaming service March first. So if you haven't watched Daredevil or Luke Cage or Jessica Jones or Punisher. I suggest you highly go ahead and, and do it. You, uh, uh, you left one off the list. I did that on purpose. Uh, <laughs> My bad, Danny Rand. I was trying to get you some love, baby. It's hard to swallow that, that series. It's really hard to swallow that series. But that's leaving Netflix, and people going? are wondering where it's going. Well, rumor has it that they might just show up over on Disney Plus in a short amount of time. And it makes sense. It it, it, it if they're showing Moon Knight and they're going ahead and they're doing Deadpool 3, mm-hmm. what's stopping them? Them is stopping them. I need <clears> them to not play with me. Don't tease me and give me 
Iron, uh, man, Iron Fist. Oh God, uh, <laughs> See, you couldn't even do it yourself. <laughs> Luke Cage on Disney Plus. If I'm not getting no new Luke Cage, because y'all gave me two seasons and cut us off, I didn't like that. I think so, whatever it is that they have planned, number one, I'm trusting it because uh, uh, mm, this they is some favorite Chris. Yeah, they can carry it all. They're leaving. <clears throat> They're also leaving. Agents of Shield is leaving Netflix. <sighs> Too soon. But once again, I have faith in him because Kevin Feige was just on record saying that Moon Knight is going all out. Like Moon Knight's a very violent character anyway. So the sure. fact that they're even showing that on Disney Plus and they're going this is their test this is testing the waters. Right. Yeah. They can do this. And let's face yeah. it. The, the the Netflix shows they weren't that dark. Oh, Punisher. Well, Punisher's different. That's a different, yeah, that's a different beast. That's <laughs> yeah, a different exactly. beast. So, but yeah. but <laughs> they can they can very well say, hey, I mean, Netflix does it now. You know how Netflix has the kids section, like you can just mm-hmm. like, literally mark it. HBO kids Max section. does it. Yeah, they all do it. So there's no reason why they can't do it. Because of the house of the mouse. And who's going to yeah. tell the mouse no? It's just like but it's just like us seeing Bugs Bunny as a, a superhero. It's it's kind of like we don't know if we want to cross that border because we don't know how people are going to react. Time's what you're going like, to have Grogu on one hand and the Punisher on the other? Why not? Now I want to see that show. Wait a minute. I'm just no, <laughs> wow. No, but I'm just saying though. Like you know, people are are used to having things a certain way. So if we see blood and gore on Disney. Oh, God forbid, you know. <laughs> you had to give him the Jesus wow. hands. Oh. Oh. Well, Disney, Disney, well, it's not, it's not in the U.S., but they have like a, uh, is it called Star? I think it's called Star. That's part of, it's like, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a cable network or a cable uh, streaming service called Star. So there's like Disney Plus and there's like Disney Star, something like that. But over, not in the U.S., you can go online and search it out, but that's where it's pretty much... Disney's uh, streaming service where they will show more adult, you know, above because I know originally what, what I read was that Disney plus will only go up to PG 13, but mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, um, I'm not sure if they're going to, if they're going to go beyond like what they consider family entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think, though, uh, I think, PG thirteen because it keeps changing as right. time goes on, like like what they'll exactly. exactly allow. So you know, you would take take Daredevil for exist for example. That's a pretty that's a it's a it's PG thirteen. That's it's just violent. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, it's right there. Uh, Punisher will probably be depending on the scene. X for extreme. Yeah. It just might, but just enough where they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, um, was it Falcon in, in the Winter Soldier when yeah. uh, U.S. Captain or U.S. Agent was like had the, sh- yeah. had the shield? Mm-hmm. I mean, that to I'm me, surprised that, they showed that, that much. That, that yeah. was the most, I guess, for me because I don't. I mean, I don't watch everything on Disney Plus, but I watch a lot of things on Disney Plus. But I was like, wow, that's that's pretty like up there. The, yeah, the fact that they Disney showed Plus. that was surprising to me. Yeah. I think they can do it. They didn't turn away. No, no. I think they they can can do it. it. They just got to want to do it. That's the thing. And I think with Kevin Feige in their corner, they're going to want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
or Marvel just gets their own network, which would be even yeah, better. that's I'm that's cool even, that too. an even bigger, an even bigger move. Yeah, uh, they don't do what uh, DC did. So. <sighs> We're not going there. Uh, we do, DC always manages to find its way. It always is like a cockroach. It just finds its way in. But uh, no, so it's Sunday, like a bad sore. It's a bad sore. It keeps coming back or it won't heal, won't leave. They get they, they like do it SPD. to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Stop picking so the scab. And potential <laughs> scooby out. Uh, so Sunday, you know, uh, then we had a certain face-off going on. Um, Doctor but it Strange wasn't the Super Bowl. Defender yeah. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Oh. This was the yeah. face-off. Yeah. Yeah. This the movie here. If I we watched thought, the slow if motion we... of it. Oh, and there amazing. was so much in the slow motion that you just got it. You can't see in real time. You can't. Like they showed can't. so much in this. Like I tried oh, to get a bigger. Look, picture. Would I be ruining if I say they show zombie Wanda from what? No, happened? because do I have her? I don't think I have her on here. No, I just have regular Wanda. I don't have zombie Wanda. That's, That's just regular. That was Wanda. sort of it. That was yeah. that was the. Beginning but it's a it. scene very similar to this one that they clip they that they showed. Where where Wanda, it's clearly the zombie Wanda, and it's clearly the zombie Wanda, Wanda from What If. Yeah. And there was so much to digest. Uh, I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times you can watch this. You're going to. There's a piece that you they were talking about. You gotta watch the slow motion here. version. Yeah. There's well, a piece that they show here. Like, here's, a, here's another. We got yeah. Defender Strange. We got Zombie Strange. We got Regular Strange. Then we got. Uh, strange supreme what, yeah from what if again yeah so they aren't pulling any punches because if we thought spider yeah if, if we thought spider-man no way from home was the pinnacle oh no they're about to they're yeah. they're really here's here's wanda facing off with scarlet witch herself <laughs> oh that's wanda and scarlet witch that's yeah, what I call basically scene. her facing off with herself uh I'm trying to see if I had the, here's this is this particular scene where they're where him where Strange and America Chavez are falling through realities split frame second wow there's an animated scene mm-hmm. is a splits it's a literally a blink and you miss it because it's so much it's what a two you gotta watch minutes. the slowdown version yeah I'm telling you like, you won't miss they the have, slowdown version they have the Savage Land in one scene they have the animated and here's the thing i wish i could have get a got a, a bigger picture of you're missing someone. this post oh, oh no here yeah, it is you got there, yeah, it's, it's, oh yeah this right here and there's another shot but it's not clear enough so i didn't grab it but the shards they, they're showing the shard of captain carter shield yeah mm-hmm. once again from what if and there's another hey, shard in it is another shard of glass that they show and it's very blurry but you can make out the image just enough that it looks like deadpool doing the you know shh type thing and i'm just like why not right because in this trailer alone we got patrick stewart Mm -hmm. the cards are all on the table illuminati is there (laughs) the cards are all on the table now i hope so I mean, it looks like they're there, but you know. Well, they had the six chairs. I'll say that. Let's say. Let's they had the six chairs, chairs, and there was definitely three people in three of those six chairs. They were in the powder room. Yeah, but you can ju- you, you just need a clear enough shot to make out the silhouettes. Well, in July we'll get it. 
Is it July or June? May. Is that May? May? May. Yeah, oh, May what? You got to guess. Uh, I got to I got to I got to I got to find I got to find the date. Cuz it was supposed to be this it was supposed to be what this Actually, I think it was supposed to be next month. It's supposed to be that it was going to drop. But uh, now they they it got pushed back cuz everything else got pushed back. So it got That's fine with me. May. I can wait till May. Well, me too. This is Oh, they they're definitely staying like they're staying at the theater for this one. Um, oh yeah. I I'm do, like Thursday. I'll be doing a Fury's reaction reviews, and I'll be showing the TV spot and the trailer, and just kind of going through a breakdown it, as best I can because it's so much to freaking digest. Like I said, there was the Savage Land. There was a split cartoon like animated scene. You have all those different versions of strange and that that zombie strange that was the tv spot that wasn't even in the trailer that was the tv spot right so and that was the clear i'm like yo and then you get a zombie wanda and it's like you're really you know me and laren were talking earlier before the show and we were saying how well they've pieced everything together over time yes yes and now everything is making sense yeah, yeah, like 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 what Chris was saying earlier. How I mean, I really appreciate how they pre-plan so far in advance, so that wow. so, so when they start dropping these characters and stories, to me it flows organically and it doesn't seem like it's being pushed right. in the face. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah, like you said, brush or or, or or whatever. But it, I am so. I'm a fan, you know. It's like I grew up reading the comics, and <laughs> like I tell my pe- my friends, it's like when I'm when I read the comics as a kid, I don't see I didn't see just artwork on a page with bubbles. Like I'm vis- envisioning like motion and seeing these characters in movement, and to mm-hmm. you know to go to the movie theater and then see like wow, I I see a character like Doctor Strange on a big screen now, and. Uh, one of the things I like about Marvel is that they take like these obscure characters, non-popular characters, even characters that people hate in the comics, but somehow, you know, they give them life and they mm-hmm. they do something to whereas, wow, I actually like that character. You know, I actually like the news <laughs> version of it. It's like, oh, the comic book character, eh, he sucks, or I don't, I'm not into that comic book, but man, the MCU's characters, like, wow, I, I really like how they're incorporating this character to be part, I guess they're fitting part of the universe, you know? And for mm-hmm. me, two main things that MCU did that they were like, okay, the cap is off, uh, or, or it could be three. But I know the first one, even Kevin Feige said, the first one before they can do Avengers was that they had to convince you that Thor could work. <laughs> the whole idea, because everything else yeah. took place on Earth, and it was very like, okay, grounded in our reality, what we know, and some of the fantasy cos it's like, yeah, yeah, but it, it worked. You know, that that's why I think they pretty much probably didn't do the Mandarin. Like with the fantasy rings, they kind of yeah. made it more realistic. But as you can see, it's like as soon as Thor was accepted, it's like, oh, now we can do the Avengers. And now we oh, can bring the cosmic right. element. And it's like they slowly brought in that cosmic element. Jesus. And the second thing was, even though they brought in a cosmic element, I feel like it still had to be somewhat grounded in reality, but I think the next plateau came is when you believed in a talking raccoon. It's like <laughs> in a dream. Once, once, in a dream. Once, once you establish that, oh, you know, I can accept a tree and a talking raccoon walking next to uh, Tony Stark 
authority. <laughs> then it's like the sky's the limit from there. It's like they, mm-hmm. they've already passed those barriers so that your suspension of disbelief is like, oh, I accept this. It's okay. <laughs> it is what it right. is. They, they've seen enough weird stuff. Like I think by the time they got to Infinity War, these yeah. characters had seen enough weird that like when they show up on the on the battlefield of Wakanda and and Thor shows up with Groot and Raccoon and in Rocket, like Steve's not even phased. He, he was just like Groot. He was like, I'm Steve. And he just continues right. on with the battle. Like, there's no question. He was like, Look, I've seen enough already in, in my lifetime. When those it's it's ironic that those, in my opinion, were like the pinnacles. And when those three showed up, the audience cheered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, man, that was like we knew he was going down. We were just like, yeah. he showed up with the axe. He's ready to go. He's ready to go to work, even though we lost that battle. <laughs> they made up for it, but it does. It really does speak a lot. Saying like, and for the record, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home has now just passed Avatar. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, which, I didn't. I didn't have no doubts. Yeah, it's so it's it's really on. They said it's on deck with uh, getting ready to pass up in game. Wow, it's on deck. So I'm like, oh, you're oh. So here's, here's now you're competing problem. against yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I was just about to say, here's the problem. Herein lies the problem for Marvel now. <clears throat> Every movie from here on out has to hit those marks. Yeah, like yeah. you're setting the bar extremely high because Avatar for the longest was the for benchmark. A very long time. A very and long now time. you have all these movies, and they're all Marvel movies, and there are a lot of critics who are getting comic book fatigue, and there's yeah. a lot of even directors and producers are like, "This is just a phase; it's a fad." And not so fast, there, Sonny. Um, <laughs> the way <laughs> right. these things are making movie, and the way these projects are still captivating audiences, and they're still people are buying tickets still right now. Somebody's probably watching Spider-Man No uh, No Way Home in the theaters as we speak. So it's not a passing phase. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be fatigued, but Marvel has a monster on their hands because every movie from there in this next phase and forward has to pass Avatar at least. You know what I mean? It has to <laughs> at least. Avatar is not a benchmark of a Marvel movie. Like, if it doesn't pass Avatar, it was not a success. From here on out, that's... I, I, I should have grabbed this But that's clip. a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. I, I, there's a clip of Tom Holland. You know, he's doing an interview. He's still doing press junket tours and everything. And uh, the interviewer says, did you know that you just beat Titanic? And his the look he has on his face yeah. is like, Wait a minute, we we did what? We beat the Titanic. It was Titanic like, yeah, was dude, second. like, yeah. And yeah. so he was just like, he was so awestruck. Wow, you know, he was just like, I, wow, like this year, I'm like, dude, you're winning right now. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> you are... I feel bad though for him because he's doing um, Uncharted, and if Uncharted fails, this is just. Like... <laughs> I wanted to be so successful because it's really yeah, hard for video game films it gonna be to be Spider-Man successful, successful though cuz it's like it's going to bring in the Spider-Man fans. And that's and that's a good thing because they they and did they know what they were doing getting Tom Holland to do it cuz they like we got him off the heels of Spider-Man and <laughs> Avengers and all this other stuff so he's hot. Right. Yeah. So if we put him in here, we bring Mark Wahlberg in. We can't lose. So a lot of these a lot of these 
And, and somebody was joking because they was like, yeah, now they're just going to start picking all these uh, Marvel people to do movies. Well, why not? I mean, that's where the fans are going right now. You, you, got, uh, a lot of, you got a lot of stars who's wanting to go work over for the MCU and work in the MCU. They want roles in the MCU now. You have right, Russell Crowe saying, hey, I want to play. I want to roll. There was somebody you know, else big, uh, not Morgan Freeman. Was it Morgan Freeman? Somebody else. Denzel, like, Denzel's name has been I think tossed it's around. Yeah, Denzel's name's been tossed around. But it's like, it used to be DC for a while. And then, not anymore. Well, that, there's the other rumor. And I don't know how true that. And we talked, and you and me, DC, I, I mentioned this before. But if the rumor is true, this is probably the biggest F you to Warner Brothers and you know because you, we all know that Warner Brothers decided not to keep Henry Cavill on as Superman stupid mistake but whatever Dummy. and so but the rumor has it that Dummy. he's being yeah he's being coaxed to come over to Marvel and come possibly just death row money you come get some of this death row money <laughs> You know, yeah. somebody asked, well, who would Henry Cavill play? And I'm like, well, he's British. He could probably be playing Captain Britain. You know, yeah. they're already, they've got, they've got Dane Whitman who plays the Black Knight. He's, he hasn't played. He's just not getting. Oh, I can't that wait for that Blade, too. That was Blade you know, at the end. Yeah, that was Blade in the end. So now we're over, we're overseas now. We're across the pond dealing <clears> with heroes. Bump that. We in the fourth quarter. This is about to get crazy. These next two. This years, is not. This, mean, this is not. This is not the Rams in Cincinnati. This is not going to be that game. <laughs> and they still have think. to test on the Fantastic Four. Yeah. We we don't know. And they're anything. introducing the X Men and Doctor yeah. Strange. So it's yeah. about to get. Marvel is about to be set up for like the next five years to just really just fucking take over the world. Like here's his. This is be like it, we always say movie. like this. We always say like this is the year. This is the year. This year, no, this, this year, next year, is they're be dropping unique. so much stuff. Right. Like, thanks to the pandemic, <laughs> like everything still lined yeah. up. It was just like the pandemic pushed. It so might have lined up better. It like, did. It, it yeah, up better. They were able to release a bunch of stuff. You know, especially especially with the uh, small Disney stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm about to say. It, was, it gave them that chance to flesh out those characters. But it, it it but it panned out perfectly. It's like, oh, the movie's out. Oh, we have this series. And as soon as the series is done, it's like, oh, here's another movie. Here's movie. Another, <laughs> you know, wait a week, and then the next week, here's another Disney Plus series. That's marketing. We, that's we were spoiled because we went from Wanda to what it was. Uh, no, we went from Loki. We went from Loki to Wanda. No, I mean, no, no. It, it was it Wanda was, was first. Vision, then, was uh, Wanda. Into Soldier. Yeah, then Loki. Loki. Then, then they Loki, started okay. the movies. And then yep. Hawkeye, and then and then nothing. I was like, God damn, where's no, this? It went from Hawkeye. Okay. It, went, it went from Hawkeye to like a week of nothing. Yeah. But then after that, Spider Man No Way Home dropped. And well, I meant just... because we had a Disney Plus thing every month, except yeah. for this mm-hmm. month, it was like nothing. And I'm like, we were spoiled. Like we were right. six weeks of nothing. I mean, we had. I guess we can say we have. Uh, with oh, Eternals—that's that's, 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 that's the movie I've seen. My the Eternals. Oh yeah, yeah. Eternals too. Oh. Yeah, but as far as like something on a small screen that everybody can gather around in the house, uh, we got Peacemaker, which is not turned. It turned out not that bad. I'm still skipping the intro. Sorry. What? I'm, I, I'm not an intro guy. Like it, it was well done and played, but get me to the action. Like I don't need to see John Cena dancing for four minutes. Like I'm cool on that. Like. 
I don't watch. If I got the option to skip the intro, I'm skipping the intro. If it's the same intro every single time, I'm done with it. One time is all I need. Unless Gumball, I watch that. Intro. <laughs> I will watch Gumball intro. Um, there's a few, but that one it was just I don't know something about it. I just couldn't watch it. But it's still a good <laughs> like, show. I, I'm, I'm good after the first time. <laughs> one time is fine with me. That's, that's uh, all I need. I mean, John but we've gotten we we have we. I, it's not bad that we got spoiled, but we've gotten spoiled because even if it wasn't Marvel, it was Star Wars related. Like we just finished the book of Boba Fett, which yeah, technically is like Mandalorian 2.5. It's really right, what it ended yeah. up being halfway <laughs> through this season. And so we we did. We got spoiled, you know, and let me see, like Kenobi drops in May. Strange stop drops in May. <laughs> like they're July getting is um uh, who dropped somebody drops in July. Is it uh, oh wait, they still have She Hulk. They have Moon Knight next month. Yeah. They have I mean, there's She-Hulk. a movie that drops in July. I can't even remember. Marvel if, movie. Yeah, is uh, I, I gotta so think much. who it is. I gotta because they shifted it, they shifted their schedule so much that I lost track. Like I had the original schedule locked. Throw that out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, this, this play, we're not doing this play anymore. If you're a Mobius fan, that's, I mean, that's coming out too. The yeah, there's rumor oh, yeah. of, uh, yeah, there's rumor of Tobey Maguire showing up in that. At like, this point, yeah, and that's a, even though it's under Sony, it's still considered Marvel. And really, the only way that's being pulled off now is because Kevin Feige, and this has been on record, Kevin Feige told Amy Pascal, he's like, the only way. I will work with you on this is if you allow us to help you write Thor the story comes out in July. Thor? Uh, oh, wait, Love and Thunder. Yeah, Love and Thunder. Yep. There we so go. May, yep, May. So May 6th is Doctor yep, Strange. July, July 8th is Thor. Uh, November 11th is Black Panther. You have the Marvels in uh, February. Ant-Man, July. And this is February of 2023. Is the Marvels and July of 2023 is Ant Man. Oh, we forgot Miss Marvel on Disney Plus too. Then, oh yeah, that's yeah. this year the, too. Yeah, and you have the Marvels with uh Captain Ooh, Marvel. Get, and yeah, this is gonna. It's be about nuts. to get nuts, man. I told yeah. you, that's and that's only the that's only the next five movies. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, there's we're gonna be indoors watching this stuff. If not indoors at the theater, it's gonna be like the pandemic. It's like the shutdown. On we we won't even know the difference. <laughs> we won't know the difference. We're so used to being indoors. Guardians of the Galaxy Three is May of next year. Mm-hmm. When when is their Christmas special? Is that this year or next? That year? might be this year. I think okay. that's this year. That might be this year. Oh, I mean that's another thing. Wow. So they just the, they're just keeping. They got some unscheduled up. things too, man. It's about to get crazy. Fantastic Four, it's X-Men, the, it's Blade, it's the Captain unscheduled America, ones. Four, Devil, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, those, are, those yeah. are the big ones, probably. Yeah, Spider Man Four. Yeah, it's yeah. the unscheduled ones that make me say, like, what do they have? Like, because they'll they'll say unscheduled or untitled. Well, and these are the ones, are the ones off ones this uh, off this site, but they have Captain of Captain America Four, Blade, mm-hmm. X Men, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, Shane Chi mm-hmm. Two, Deadpool Three, Spider Man Four. Speaking of Deadpool. You didn't. I sent it to you, DC. I didn't look at it. I, I can't. I don't Ryan want to. Ryan look. Wait. I see. No, 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 no. I see. I gotta it. tell it to the people. I gotta tell it to the. No, people. they don't need to know. Oh, la 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 la. I can't. 
Oh, wait, I can. I can wait. <laughs> so, Ryan Reynolds, we all know, is a big troll. He is. Don't do this to me, Ryan. It's too soon. He tweeted a photo that he had to delete. This is a current photo. He's being fitted. Oh, he's in, oh, he's in the he's in the new Deadpool suit. He's being fitted, yeah. and they said it's current because the person who is part of the costume design is actually doing something current in the Marvel universe. I'm like, and it's it's current Reynolds because the he has the beat like the he has the scruff thing going oh, on. Oh, he has a new movie coming out. We didn't even speak about yet. It's coming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, looks the like Adam, it's going to be good. The Adam Project. That's yeah, that, actually, that trailer looks, looks pretty good. Yeah, hey, they you know have me, I'm quite a few. Fans, have, so I'm they, watch the, it, so. they have quite a few. Uh, they had uh, Netflix had like a was it like a three minute trailer of all the movies they have dropping, and these are big name stars. <clears throat> yeah, well, they got Jamie Foxx doing. They, I mean, just the lineup that I've seen for the next. I don't know if it's this year and to into next year, but Jamie Foxx has two. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has one him, John Boyega, Tiana, uh, Tiana oh. Paris. Oh, yeah. I, I know that, yeah. It's called They Clone John. Ty- no, they clone like Tyrone. They clone Tyrone. They clone Tyrone, yeah. They said so it's like a sci-fi dropping. comedy. Yeah. Uh, and then they have another one with Jamie Foxx where he plays like a pool man who deals with this sci-fi stuff. or like He's a vampire hunter. Yeah, vampire hunter. Yeah. There's a lot of projects coming out. And I, seen, I was like, man, Netflix is trying to... They got some star power coming. Like people yeah. sleeping on Netflix. The next, the next, I think it was like ten movies that they mm-hmm. showed a list for, and they got some big names. I ain't talking about like no, let's go to Blockbuster. They got some big. They they big, not playing big names. They the stuff that they have dropping just made me say like, oh, you guys look like you were slipping for a minute, but now you're coming back stronger, and right. you're just like, we just took a little break. Here's something to keep you busy for a little while, <laughs> and I, I'm loving what they're doing. So, man, we got a lot. We got a lot of entertainment to look oh, yeah. forward to. Yeah, good entertainment. It's like, as long as the writing's good, I don't care. I know some people say, "Oh, it's oversaturated," or they get tired of a genre. I don't get tired of anything as long as the writing's good. You know? Exactly. That's why when you would hear that, oh, the superhero genre is getting watered down. I'm like, watered where? Because. Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't want to watch another Godfather esque type film. Like, <laughs> well, those are played out anyway. Like, well, yeah. again, for me, it's like it doesn't matter the genre. It's like it's as long as the story is good. Because because usually what happens when it wears out is that it becomes a caricature of itself. It's kind of like oh, this movie in that genre is successful, so where all these other studios are going to do their version of that movie instead of just take mm-hmm. that genre and then just write a good story in within the genre you know yeah, don't get me wrong scorsese but you know yes i know de niro and pacino are great actors but how many times are you gonna put them together in the film now <laughs> you know every time like, they can it's, it's, it's like yeah. it's only so many it's, they can only play the opposites of each other for so long I mean, it's, <laughs> but again that's again if, if it's starting to if they're starting to become caricatures of their previous films then it's not going to work. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're going to put them together, then kind of mix it up, do something with them that you've never done before, then possibly that might resonate well with an audience. Right. Yeah, well, what they're doing ain't. It, it, exactly. Uh, well, I'll be also doing 
a uh I'll be doing the giveaway Thursday for the Furious Reaction review. So I got a the game night geek out. But just here's a little sample of what I have in store for that. Still working on, but uh tell me what you think. Yeah, just think, something I'm working on. I think my dude need a beanie now. He need to. Yeah, we got to talk to Terry to give him a beanie. Yeah. <laughs> like, Terry, I need you to throw like a maroon beanie on DC's character. On everything. That's on everything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but before we get out of here, Laren, tell everybody where they can find you at. Oh, man. Well, uh, well, my own personal. Uh, well, yeah, that's my Instagram account. Uh, my web. <laughs> my Commercial website is Dijarnet Designs. So it's my last name, D-E-J-A-R-N-E-T-T-E, mm-hmm. designs, plural, D-E-S-I-G-N-S.com. And then my uh, my IPs and stuff that I'm really excited about that I'm working on, uh, that's on Gumboyo is the site name. It's, yeah, G-U-M-B-O-Y-O.com. So those are, like, my main websites. And I also have, like, links to social media as well. So... If people can follow me, especially on the uh, IP stuff, that'd be great. Because this year I'm going to be posting like work in progress behind the scenes. And I am going to crowdfund uh, at least one of the projects. So it'll be great. You know, if, you, if, if that's something you're interested in, you know, I'll appreciate the support. And thanks again. Uh, for being on, oh, always. Uh, we definitely got to do this again because I that project, that, that Pastor Pat. I need that. <laughs> when that comes out, I need to know oh, this. <laughs> and see on that one on that one which which again i am so grateful you know i, I i'm grateful that i work in this industry because again you know I, I i have certain connections that i possibly can get you know possibly big name folks to voice certain characters and you know in this in this day and age certain people are receptive to working on certain projects and story and everything is good so hopefully i can bring an a game to the table with you know myself and the crew and uh, hopefully get like the dream team to help me and also the dream team to like do the voices and things like that. Uh, we are looking forward to that. Uh, you definitely got yeah, a home here. I don't, here, I don't know who's sure. going to do uh, Pastor Pat, but he got to be a little grizzled, but a little. <laughs> like, just yeah. in that picture, he looked a little. Look, 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 this, right here. <laughs> this person definitely has to have a voice. Uh, somewhat of a raspiness, but somewhat of a yeah. like, like not not necessarily like I would say a raspy, commanding voice, but not uh not a so corny, or not not a uh, what you call it a uh, a goofball or or the 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 classic it's like a preacher. You don't want no preacher, poly, but you yeah, want yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, you ha- I was visioning the same. I'm like, he gotta have like a a gruff to him, but it's like a lovable, commanding gruff. Because he, like he's not, a smart guy. He's not he's not an inspector gadget. He's not like yeah. you know, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't go through we this like tumbling around. It's like he you know, he kind of knows a little bit of what he's doing, but you know, he has people to help him out, supporting cast to help him, but he's not like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Yeah. He don't make put that picture back up there one more time. Because <laughs> that's that's a that's it really is a here we go. This man 
Like, don't let that smooth taste fool you. He, he got no <laughs> Billy D to him. Like, you got a Billy D vibe to him, don't he? Like, you can see the aura of the red aura <laughs> around him. Like, when I see this, I was like, oh, he covered in the red. Like, he covered oh, in the, the aura. He had that, <laughs> that, that specific. I love hearing like what other people envision when they just see a picture. You know, it's 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 it, it speaks to me and, and kind of you know. Well, I take it I on. have one of them. Them, them uh, imagination. So when I see like something like that, I can hear a voice to it. Yeah. Like some you like some characters just speak to you. Like I can hear a voice for him, and it's like I said, it's kind of gruff, but it's not like goofy over the top. But it's real. Right, right. It's you know you know, it's almost like now I'm saying this, and it might come across not right, but how I'm hearing it, it's like. Almost like how, and again, it's not the exact voice, but kind of like how uh, the late Ernie Mac was. It's like his uh, voice is comical, but it's commanding but it's, and strong yeah. as well. You know what I mean? It's kind of like <laughs> it, 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 it comes across as like, yeah, he would have like, I'll picture like a Bernie Mac with a, with the octave a little bit, not as deep as his, but sort of like mm-hmm. in the middle, not, not high, but like Bernie Mac, but a little octave higher. And that would have been like a perfect voice. So that's the voice that I envision for that character. You want yeah, to give, you want to talk to him? You want me to text Stefan? He's in New York <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh man, DC, I tell mean, everybody. If Bernie Mac was alive, he would have been possibly a perfect the shoe voice. In. Yeah. Have been a perfect voice, yeah. Let me oh. tell you something. <laughs> perfect, right there. Let me tell something. you, boy, you want to get no milk and cookies. <laughs> I'm sorry, America. Nessie, Nessie. Oh man, tell everybody where they can find you, DC. Home, home. <laughs> this is the truth. Uh, tomorrow we'll be live on what the shit. We have an author, and we have uh, a music camp from Philly, Lost Society ENT. We have Little Pie McLevin. He wrote a book. It's on Amazon. It's called My Journey, My Transition. Um, so we get to talk to him about that. We're giving away we three codes. Yeah, it's, it actually, I think it's about three guys from this camp. Um, Still Will, Big Quick, and a DJ. I, I think I pronounced that right. So, that's um, three, so they're coming four, on. Five. It's five people. About 20 people. We about like to move yeah, Don't worry about it. Uh, tomorrow, if you're watching the show live and you use the hashtag Brandy Salad, you will be entered into the drawing for one of the copies of Life After Death by Sister Soldier. It's a digital copy. You'll get yours. And that's about it. Yeah, yeah, so, there it is. Yeah, that's it. There it right is. there, that book. So shout out to Simon and Schuster Publishing for that um, giveaway. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be dope. Uh, yeah, that's it. You know, so go to the What the Shit page, subscribe, follow, hit the YouTube. We'll be live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So you know, go subscribe, do all that. Links are in the bio. And right. Yeah, that's it. Right. That's so uh, you can follow us here on the link tree. Just go to the link tree. Blurred's eye view, all one word. Uh, but you can also follow me there. You can also follow me here, Chris Fury One on TikTok, Chris Fury One on IG, 
Blurred's I view all lowercase on IG as well. I answer all calls. Uh, I also am giving away codes for Sister Soldier's book, Life After Death, uh, number one bestseller. Five codes to give away. So tune in Thursday. I'll be doing the giveaway there. Uh, I might want to start something off here. I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Let me uh, give people time to to look for look for look. And these are very easy. Uh, and we'll start you off with we'll start we'll start the fans off with this one. Uh, if you can answer this question, which film has Jack Burton, Aishan, and Lo Pan as its central characters? We'll start you off with that little question. <laughs> what? Uh, yes, Jack Burton. Egg Shan and Larry knows the answer. <laughs> the first name does it every time. <laughs> but, uh, the first name sounds familiar. Oh, it should, that, familiar. it should be familiar. It should be familiar. Because it has the girl with the green eyes. <laughs> That's your other clue. But this one has uh, Oh, you know. Okay. You know what it is. <laughs> Just type yeah. in Jack Burton. Uh, so that'll be the first question. If you know the answer to which film has Jack Burton, Aishan, and Lopan as its central characters, that is the free question. Uh, the other four questions will be asked on Fury's Reaction Review, so stay tuned for that. Uh, that'll be this Thursday. Uh, same for uh, same amount of codes. We have five codes to give away? Yeah, five codes to give away for that three. book. Yeah, because you had to get the other ones out. Yep, I remember. So we'll and it'll be for Sister Soldiers, Life After Death by Simon and Schuster, uh number one bestseller. Uh who shot Winter Santiago? That is the the uh uh premise behind this story. So be sure to tune in. Oh it's JR. It's JR. And it was all a dream. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> You'll never forget. Oh my God. But we want to thank our guest, Leron Dejanet, the legend, the character designer, the illustrator, the animator, the man under the sun, who's probably holding up the sun. <laughs> oh man, I have man. people to thank for this, you know. And and I always tell people like who if they ever wanted to get in this industry, um, Especially animation, it's a team freaking sport. You know, if illustration, maybe you can be a, a one man show, but animation is definitely a team. So it's, when you work well with others, you network. Um, I'm a living example, man. You can you can really like work at Disney or some of the bigger studios, or even work on your own stuff. So right, right. I'm always grateful for that. We we thank you for coming on, man. It was a pleasure. You have a home here at Blurred's Eye View. So when Pastor Pat or uh, my folks. Or Daryl Hill gets ready to get off the ground. Give us a call. Most the door is open. <laughs> the door is definitely open. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Uh, you can catch us every Tuesday, Blurred's Eye View at 8.30 on Facebook Live because Zuckerberg finally got his stuff together. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook Live at 8.30. You can catch us on YouTube, the YouTube page. You can catch us on the Twitch channel, Blurred's Eye View 1. Just go to the IG page, go to the link tree. All the bio, all the links are there in the bio. So be sure to uh, tune in for that. I want to thank everybody for coming. I want to thank Laurent, Laren for coming on and showing us his gift and talking about his work and his passion. And this is something we always like to do. Where we here at Blurs, I do like to provide a safe space for Blurs everywhere to showcase their talent, skill, and talk topics as only we can. And until next Tuesday, when we talk with other geeks like us remember to educate yourself and others entertain yourself and others and most of all 
encourage yourself and others. And until next mission, this is Chris Fury with DC, the Beanie Man, and Laren. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs>